Hey everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I'm Joe, Jesse is here. I am here. Hey Jesse, how are you? Did you have a good week? I had a great week. I had nothing but really super scary dreams, but I had my dinosaur PJs there to protect me, so I was okay. Well, I hope you didn't panic. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so here we are with the third Ruben Galindo Jr. horror movie. Yeah. As far as we know, the last. That's <laughs> uh, the last one. That's terrible. Um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so this one being uh, titled Don't Panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got to get out the sorrow because there's no more. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this was a really good find, uh, uh, his uh, horror movies. Uh, his trilogy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, his trilogy of terror, trilogy of horror. Uh, so if you haven't seen any of them, then you should. It'd be a good time to go check them out. Yep. Uh, grave robbers. Uh, it's just, uh, grave robbers, yep. cemetery terror. Cemetery terror. Don't, don't panic. And, um, don't. and for me, uh, don't panic being uh, not a bad movie, but it's not as good as the other two. What about what about for you? So no, the other two same are better. For you? Uh, I I'd say grave robbers is his best. You know, I really loved that movie. I really really loved it. Uh, then cemetery terror, which. I thought it was super yeah, good, and then don't that. panic. Yeah, I mean, Grave Robbers was that was really fun. Uh, we did a sh- we did do a show on Cemetery of Terror, right? Yeah, so we've done a show yes, on all. Yes, we did. Don't panic, uh, being uh, right now. We're doing that. So, um, and I think we discussed this a little bit on our last show, mm-hmm. and that is uh, in the interview on uh, grave robbers he's talking about how grave robbers was specifically made for the mexican market because he's he's from mexico the latin american market and this one right. was made for the more international market um yes <laughs> I uh, and i think i said this on that show i wouldn't have been able to tell because i thought grave robbers was just so so fun and good um and this one, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's got some fun in it. I, um, I would, I would, I yeah. just, uh, it's the only one that has a white boy oh, in it. Well, yeah, <laughs> his uh, weird hair and his weird, yeah, <laughs> we'll get to his other weird stuff, uh, here in a little bit. But you know what? Uh, don't panic is on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So let's see if you can guess it. Is it? So this movie is from 1988. Oh, man, so it's, I don't know. It's kind of in that uh, golden era there of this type of horror. So oh, uh, what do you think the critics' consensus is? Oh, I am going to say well, you 57. You would be way off because there isn't any. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly. So the, the audience that, does have a score. Uh, according to this, there are 50 plus audience ratings. So uh, guess the audience. 
I, I would probably Warriors. say the same about 57. 33. Maybe lower. Uh, that's well, there's right. not a lot of um, audience ratings either. I mean, it's just 50 plus. It doesn't say how many. There's more than 50, but I mean, yeah. if there's very, very, very few audience ratings, <coughs> I mean, you're kind of left with that, right? No. Rotten Tomatoes is I about am not sure right? because this is this is as far as I can tell, and and no, as I said before, I haven't done a lot of research into Rotten Tomatoes algorithms and all of that. This is this part that we read all the time mm. is just like based on ratings. So you go in there and you could create a okay. profile in Rotten Tomatoes and you can click on the stars and how many stars you want to give it. You know, so it's five stars out of five, out of five stars so i that, i don't know how any of that works um like uh like we say all the time we just kind of do this for fun we just kind of look at it for fun um and there are some people who actually take mm-hmm. it very seriously looking on rotten tomatoes to and people actually look at it to see whether or yeah. not they're actually going to watch a movie and if it doesn't hit a certain score they won't see it i've talked to a few people like that uh, so, I mean, you and I, we'll, we'll watch anything. I don't care what the score is on Rotten Tomatoes. If it looks interesting to me, I'll watch it, and you're the same way. Uh, so, I mean. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's where that is. Now, if you want to, it is on IMDb. Uh, you can guess the IMDb rating, which is out of 10. If you want to try right. that. Let's do right. that. Right, the IMDb. I, I I would probably give that a, a right. four point five. That's a four point nine. That's what I would guess people on there. <laughs> oh, there well, go, I'm yeah. not guessing. I um uh, I do a lot of letterbox now because I like uh I like letterbox. Uh, tell uh, everybody what letterbox is if they're not familiar, because I didn't know anything about it until you told me about it. Letterbox is letterbox is a little bit is a lot like imdb but it lets you go in there and score things for yourself it lets you go in there and write reviews uh for movies on the site and everything like that and it lets you make your own personal list if you want to it's a little bit more uh interactive than imdb uh but i like going there and you know uh i put all our shows up on it so if you ever want to See our uh, shows that are up there on there too. Um, All right. So is Don't so, Panic on Letterboxd? It is. It is. And it's mostly got good reviews on Letterboxd. Let me see. There. Oh, there. I just pulled it up. There so, it is. And uh, you didn't write a review on there, did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not. I, I, I haven't started writing any reviews on there. Uh, because mostly we do reviews on this, and I just post our okay. reviews from uh, here onto there. So I, I don't really yeah, so, write any else. I'm going yeah, to try to do a thing uh, on this there. This says but. it appears on uh, 926 lists, and it uh, is liked by 357 members. So, okay. And, yeah, just scrolling through the reviews and looking at the stars, they're pretty yeah. you know, three and above a lot of them. Okay, so uh, I'm sure people are tired mm-hmm. of hearing us drone on and on about rating sites. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, there we go. Let's get into the movie. What's this movie about? Oh, well, uh, Don't Panic is about a young man named Michael who uh, he uh, and his friends, his friends actually come over after the party's over and they uh, do a what's what's the word I'm looking here for? They yeah, play with the Ouija board. What 
We did in the eighties on our our birthdays as we played with Ouija boards. I mean, yeah, and uh, Michael and um, Tony are the only ones who touch it. And what happens is basically Tony becomes possessed by this demon that Tony is purposely trying to reach, like a dink. Tony, yeah, they, they <laughs> should have uh, all hit Tony in the face when he started doing this. Yeah, yes, he uh, he he should have been uh, hit in the face because he is a dummy for bringing this over, and then says tells them all, "Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, reach, the me, reach the devil, everybody, <laughs> don't panic." Yeah, and. Uh, it's like, oh, oh, okay, Tony, why? Why are you trying to reach this demon? But here's the thing. <laughs> this is a very funny thing. So after this is all over, and their mom kicks him out, one of the guys is drinking this liquor, and he goes, yeah, these Ouija boards are dumb, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. I don't know what he says. But he pours liquor all over the Ouija board. It's like, why are you doing this? this why are you pouring liquor all over this guy's house? Yeah, he hasn't cleaned up from you? the party yet. But, uh, yeah, he didn't need anybody adding to that mess. Yeah, really. It's like, why is this dink doing this to, to his house? Uh, I yeah. thought it was funny, though. I, you know, I won't lie. Uh, but they get kicked out, and so Michael <laughs> starts having dreams about the people who are at the party getting killed. And when it happens, his eyes go all red, and he go he goes blind. And all yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought. I thought that was nice. I thought it was a cool little twist. Uh, I, I <laughs> the thing I love most about this movie, and I know that, uh, is that he goes blind. But I tell you what, he is he gets around very well for being a blind guy. Yep, very well. Because he he's shaking and he's moving. He rides a bike to a hospital. Yes, he does. Blind. He does. <laughs> And gets there perfectly okay. Uh, it's a good. I know you're thinking, okay, that sounds silly, uh, and the movie sounds silly, but the movie's not silly. It's got some really good things in it. Uh, yeah, the kills, the kills are too bad. There's some neat stuff in there, like when he starts getting. Um, I don't know what you call what it is that's happening to uh, Michael, but I mean. When he starts that, you know, the first visions with the uh, bloody hand coming through the ceiling was pretty cool. Um, there's pretty uh, uh, neat yeah. stuff in this. I, I agree. Uh, the Do we want to get into it now about the best thing in the movie that we both lack? Yeah, well, 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 let's the let's get into time. that. So he, uh, Michael, uh, as we said earlier, just turned 17. And he shows up in a scene in these pajamas. Now, these are pajamas that fit mm-hmm. him. <laughs> they are... Perfectly. They look Perfectly. just like children's dinosaur pajamas. They are absolutely fantastic <laughs> pajamas. And we were just like, what is the deal with these pajamas? Because they're they got blue sleeves, uh, yeah. red cuffs, and uh, colorful dinosaurs on the front, and then they have matching pants. They're not feety pajamas, mm-hmm. so, but they're no. still that 
type of pajama. So he's running around in it. So we just kept, what was the deal with those pajamas? And then uh, on each of these DVDs for these movies, uh, Ruben Galindo Jr. has a great, mm -hmm. does a great talk. It's like great interviews on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes into the pajamas. What's he say about these pajamas? He said that the actor, uh, John Michael Bischoff, uh, brought him the pajamas and said that he wanted to wear these pajamas for his character. And, of course, Ruben Galindo Jr. was like, well, these are kids' pajamas. But you know what? But it, Why it not? Also, <laughs> Let's, do uh, it. Let's go with it. <laughs> also, the actor thought that his, his character should be like a man boy. I mean, I, he, I said that. He, yeah. he said he should be like not grown yet. He should be, you know, mentally younger than 17. Um, and I think he he made it. He made Whoopi with his girlfriend. And then we see him in the pajamas. From remember the time. Yes. line, Right. I was like, yes. oh, there he there we go. And then he's in these pajamas after he makes it with his girl. Like, OK. Oh, right. they're hilarious. So I was curious and I looked it up because you can can buy a lot of mm -hmm. things from movies. And if you want these pajamas after you see this movie, you can actually get a set of pajamas for yourself and you can run around and don't panic yes. pajamas from uh, uh, the vinegar syndrome website has them. <laughs> That, that is beautiful? awesome because, yeah, I think we've made well, comments like we need to have some of these pajamas for ourselves. And there you go. So mm -hmm. people make sure oh, yeah. that, you know, they know what you want from these movies a lot of the times. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess I, I, I see what the, the inter well, his interpretation for the character was, and that's why he went there. But it's just so silly. It's like, oh, it's so great. He goes. To the hospital. And yeah, those he's, running, he's in these jammy jams <laughs> a lot. He's running around in them a lot. It's not yeah. like he's in one, two scenes with them. He's he's actually fighting demons in yeah. his pajamas. He, yeah, he goes to the hospital, and uh, that's where one of his friend gets killed because she works as a nurse. Uh, at night, I guess. she's. I'm, I'm guessing that she's not a high school student uh, like he is because he's a high yeah. school student. It'd be 17. Uh but she gets murdered pretty oh, viciously, yeah. uh, which we find out, spoiler alert, that the killer is Tony, who's possessed by Virgil. Yeah, Virgil's so, demon. Because Tony talks, he talks to uh, Michael, but his, like he talks to him through the TV and his face comes yeah, out. Yeah, that was pretty static, cool. Which is really cool. Which is pretty cool. It was really uh but the other thing that I thought was hilarious in this movie that's unintentionally hilarious, unlike the you know, like the pajamas, uh, is that Michael's girlfriend has a unibrow. Yes. Yes, I thought she was a werewolf. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's a werewolf. Oh, my God. And that's I, – I, I, I know that's horrible, and that might, uh, people might get mad that we're laughing at somebody's, I guess, <laughs> unibrow. Well, but, no, no. You, know, no, unibrows no, are you look at it this way because – she wasn't originally his girlfriend, right? She she was the cute girl they were trying to set her up with, and everybody thought she was a cute girl. Yeah, she was the, and she has a she, unibrow. I mean, she's uh, she's not an ugly girl. She just has a unibrow. So I mean, if you, nope. 
if you want to date a girl that could be a werewolf, then that's the one, right? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I would almost feel like uh, Austin Powers uh, with the mole, 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 mole. I'd be sitting there staring at the time, going, "You brow, you know yes. brow," and like rubbing in between it. Yeah, you can wait till she's asleep and shave it off. Yeah. I mean, Michael uh, puts her to sleep with some good old loving. Yeah, he did that. So he could have done it right then. Yep. Yeah, that Michael, he's stuck. Yeah, he was. So it, he's stuck. Michael's room is even like really childlike because he's got like nothing but car posters. He's got like a girl poster on his <laughs> wall. Uh-huh. Uh, it, 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 uh, but the, the uh, other character that I thought was just wacky and I was. Uh, very, very uh, much uh, enthused by was uh, Michael's bully, mm-hmm. who is Unibrow's yeah, yeah, bro- uh, previous boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because he he is uh, Michael is the prime suspect because he is mm-hmm. running around and trying to tell everybody that these killings are happening and who's going to k- be killed and and uh, right. Yeah, so he. <laughs> He's the one they go and stake out uh, Tony's house with, right? So yeah, right. he's telling him, yeah, Tony's the guy. We got to check out Tony. And uh, um, don't they, like, doesn't he ransack Tony's wardrobe? Yes, uh, Michael does because he wants to change out from those pajama, those Jamie jams. Uh, but the, her, the he's going around with, uh, I think his name's John, uh, the bully. His name's John. And John uh, has a shotgun that he's just running around town with a shotgun. He doesn't try to conceal it or anything like that. It's just like he must have an open carry permit. That's all. (laughs) Well, this actually Uh, is set in Mexico. Yes, very true. But uh, Tony and Michael have a very strange relationship. Because Tony seems to be older. He's not in high school. Yes. Uh, But Tony gives him some advice about how to make that girl. I think her name's Alexandra. Is that her name? Uh, Unibrow? I'll just say Unibrow. Unibrow's. And he, he, he gives him this big romantic, uh, it's almost like a poem. And he gives him this rose. He goes, Oh, oh yeah. If he takes this rose, and it was meant to be. If she doesn't take this rose, it's not meant to be. And I thought they were going to start making out. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I was like, This seems to be going somewhere. Uh, but John shows up. They show to his place, they, and Tony and Michael changes clothes. Tony comes to the TV again, and now John's a fool in the demon, a Virgil. Because Tony tells him what that they need to get uh, this knife, which <coughs> the knife comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and they have to get this knife because the knife is the only thing that will kill Virgil. Yes. And Virgil has the knife. Now, the other thing is, too, isn't... Isn't uh, what's a John? Isn't he watching something on TV in Tony's apartment? Yes, yeah, he's, he's watching Cemetery Terror. He watching uh, Ruben Galindo's first film, <laughs> which that was good. I, I like I that. Thought I thought it was that's a good funny. Touch. That's fun. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, enjoy stuff uh, like that. I mean, this is his second film. This is the film he did after Cemetery Terror. Yeah. Uh, Grave Robbers was his th- is, is technically the third in the trilogy. 
Uh, yeah, and we're calling it a trilogy, but I don't think technically it is. But you know what? We're gonna. It's not an official. We're trilogy. gonna call it that because he's only made yeah. three horror movies, so and they're all very similar themes. So yeah, and um, so they have to go find Tony and stop him from killing uh, the idiot who poured liquor all over the Ouija board. Yes, which again. The idiot who poured liquor on the Ouija board seems like he's older than Michael. Yeah, everybody seems older than Michael because Michael in the movie just turned 17. Yeah. And they're they're the ones who go out and buy the liquor and stuff like that. And when they get to this idiot's house, uh, he's drunk, passed out in his underwear. Yep. Uh, So they try to get him to the car. They get him to the car and then... after they get him to the car, that's when Michael realizes, hey, this guy needs pants. Yeah. Yeah, we thought that was funny, too. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get up there and get him some pants. So he runs back upstairs <laughs> to get him pants. As he's running back upstairs to get him pants, that's when Tony shows up, kills him and John. Uh-huh. And so when Michael comes back down, he sees that everybody dies. He's got useless pants in his hands. <laughs> yeah. So he tosses them to the side. And then he decides to go see Unibrow. Yeah. And he breaks into Unibrow's house while her, her dad's having this big oh, dinner yeah. for, uh, <laughs> for the because her dad's an ambassador uh-huh. or something. And so Michael shows up with a gun given to him by John, shoots the place up, <laughs> and takes Alexandra and runs <laughs> off. It's like, he has an odd way of doing things, that boy. Yeah. But his uh, taste in uh, pajamas and just, are it's, it's impeccable. Well, the, I will say this. If I was a kid, if I was 10, <laughs> and I saw those pajamas, I'd want those pajamas. <laughs> they would be mine. Yeah. You know? yes. But I, that's 10. <laughs> that's Jesse at 10, not Jesse at, you know, uh, 17. Uh, but I just well, love, I know who's getting uh, some have, uh, don't panic pajamas for Christmas. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> I am. I'll wear the, I'll wear the hell out of those sons of guns. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they he, so he takes her to find the knife, which for some reason Tony dropped while he was trying to kill John and uh, Junk Boy. So they, they go and they find it, and then they go try to find Tony so they can kill Tony. And somehow, some way, Michael totally forgets he has to stab him. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> And uh, so Tony's able to uh, get the upper hand and uh, kill Michael. So Alexander shows up with the cop, this cop who's chasing the, all the kills at Tony, which this cop is so emotionalist. <laughs> he's like uh, yeah. he's like that great line from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 when they're describing Peter Woods. Stay, stay wooden. Stay wooden. <laughs> and he stays wooden the whole entire yeah, thing. So she stabs Tony, kills Tony. And she's like, Michael's dead. Oh, I loved Michael. So they're burying Michael. She throws the rose on there. And the rose goes from being a dead rose to being a live rose again. So is Michael still alive? We won't know. That's where the movie ends. (laughs) And there's no sequel. Can you believe that? Don't panic too? Yeah. When's it coming out? That's what I want. Yeah, that's what we need. We need that. We need it. That's what he'll... He'll want to make another one. I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I will say this because watching his interviews, which I thoroughly suggest uh, buying the Vinegar Syndrome discs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, they're great discs. The, 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 the copy always looks great. The, the, uh, they look superb on the, uh, the old TV. Uh, but his, him talking about those movies, you can tell he had a lot of fun making those movies. And his joy kind of, you know, transfers in the interviews, the joy he had yeah. for him. Uh, now, there's some, we haven't listened to the commentaries yet because he doesn't do the commentaries on them. Yeah. Uh, but they got the trailers for the movies on them. They got those interviews with Ruben Glenda Jr. And like I said, those movies look fantastic on – they did a fantastic transfers. Uh, so I would thoroughly – they're not that much. I think I got each one uh, for 20 bucks or less. Which isn't bad for a uh, vinegar syndrome title. Uh, they're usually they could go up to thirty five bucks. Those bad boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't pay thirty five bucks for anything, but <laughs> yeah. I'm a cheapskate. But I, I I think the discs are fabulous. Uh, they do a great job. Arrow does a great job. That we watched uh, Vamp and Last Starfighter of uh, Arrow transport uh, discs, and they both look fantastic. And they have a lot of great stuff on them, mm-hmm. uh, making of, of stuff like that. Uh, but these. These three, they, I think Vinegar Syndrome did a superb job on. You can tell that, Vinegar, that the guys who worked on these discs enjoyed the hell out of these movies, mm-hmm. which is always nice. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Okay, so that brings us down to the end. Sadly, that mm-hmm. brings us to the end of uh, the Ruben Galindo Jr. horror movies. And uh, I don't know. I know. We don't know if he'll do any more. <laughs> Well, he's still he's, out there. He's, he's still, still out, out there. there doing stuff. So maybe he'll, uh, <laughs> maybe he'll decide he wants to do another one someday. If you're listening to this show, like we get some international listeners, if we get some international listeners from Mexico who've seen this, you know, who, who are probably more aware of his movies than we will ever be. If you know of another horror movie that he's made, and we haven't talked about it. Send us the title. Yeah, because yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll on, on IMDb, it. he only has 10 uh, directing credits. Right. And the last directing credit is from 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I think the last. Yeah, what is that one? Yeah. Uh, the last uh, feature credit I see for him is uh, Riscate Mortal, and I probably didn't even say that right. Um, Which looks like a fun movie. an action movie, so I don't know. We might watch it just because he made it. Just because <laughs> yeah. we've enjoyed his work so far. So, But uh, other than that, I mean, he's got a lot of writing credits. He's got a lot of uh, uh, producing credits, a lot of producing credits. So it looks yeah. like he's doing well, a lot of producing since he stopped uh, directing. Can I say one more thing to help you sell to sell you on wanting to see this Rascate Mortal? Yeah. It's it's written by the young gentleman and the dinosaur PJs. Really, Michael from <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it. Yeah. No, no way! Oh, there it is. There it, it is, it. and he is the star. And he's the star. All right. We'll have to see if the PJs uh, make a <laughs> make an appearance. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to give that one a watch too. Absolutely. It probably won't be as good, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. 
All right. So that brings us down to the end. So if you haven't seen any of these, you should definitely check these out. Um, these are uh, fantastic mid to late eighties, uh, horror movies. They just, they just are right there. They're uh, to me this, I mean, they're from Mexico, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, they're, it's, it seems like it's all universal. It's all, it doesn't matter where they're from, mm-hmm. you know, I'm up here in the United States yeah. and I, uh, I enjoy the hell out of the movies that he's made. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm, uh, I prefer all the foreign genre films that have been coming yeah. out or not come because it's not coming out. These are all older movies. Yeah. Older discoveries from the 80s and stuff like that. But I've been enjoying those a lot more than anything I've seen here lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's fantastic to be able to find this, read about it, and then, uh, get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was kind of fun back there when we had to actually go and physically hunt for stuff. Yeah. But that's when you can find everything at a convention. Well, now you don't need to find everything at a convention. You can find it on, online. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, check these out. Find them. Uh, I don't. You can't stream these, can you? As far as you know. No, no. There's no streaming services out there that are showing these yet. I, if they do, it'll probably be a Tubi or a Shutter. I wouldn't see these coming to like the Amazon Prime or anything like that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'd say I'd say you probably find them on those. Uh, but again, I I, I, I for a, a while there, I was away from buying discs, uh, and I was buying everything either digitally or watching on streaming because you know I had the streaming services. But I gotta tell you, I've been really getting back into buying discs yeah. of all the extras and all. Yeah, because the cause a lot of the streaming they don't have any of the extras. You can't see the. The interviews or a yeah. lot of times the uh, cut scenes or something. You have to actually go search on YouTube and hope somebody put them on YouTube somewhere. I mean, I, I think yeah. sometimes they do include that, but that's kind of rare, isn't it? Or It, it, it is. And I, there's some of those that I've uh, bought, like that Paganini Horror. Uh, we uh, Did we do a show on that? I don't think we did. Uh, it came with the soundtrack. Keep with the soundtrack. Yeah, yes. so there you go. So, well, we need to do that show, though. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'd probably actually have to watch that one again. <laughs> or, or maybe not. I'll have to read it. Uh, read about it again. I mean, that's one of the ones we saw at the drive-in, so. <laughs> a yeah. makeshift drive-in. Last summer, so Our home I mean that's driving. actually been a while since now, for now. So, yeah. So uh, if you haven't seen any of this guy's movies, go check it uh, in particular out these three. Um, especially mm-hmm. if you like these movies, right up, uh, right up your alley. So, okay, we will talk to you guys. Next